Well, yes, you're listening to Two Smoking Guns again, but I've got to tell you a little message. We're going to take a little bit of a break over the summer period, but we're going to cobble together some shows. It'll be the summer series, the best of, or the worst of. We're just not quite sure. We're not quite anyway, sure what they're going to be. Anyway, uh, we will be back, but have a safe and wonderful Christmas, and thanks for listening to Two Smoking Guns. again to yet another show of Two Smoking Guns here on 88.3 Southern FM. Uh, and of course, he never needs any introduction, but he deserves one nonetheless. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my great mate sitting other side of the desk again. Two weeks in a row we've managed to do this. Uh, Rutsy, it's a very warm welcome to you. Not sure you should be telling anyone that, Scotty. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what the latest rules are. Uh, oh, no, no, there's a bit of. There's oh, a, yes. There is, there's a pain of something between it's us. Perspex. Yeah, there's a little bit of perspex between We've us. Totally so, um, we're totally uh, we're, we're, we're within all guidelines. We've got our masks on. Yes. <laughs> all of that. Uh, we're, uh, we're doing all the right things. Washed our hands. <laughs> with the no, Solvol. No, no sniffles. Wash your hands, Jeffrey, with the Solvol, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Hey, mate. Um, here we go again. We'll Here we go uh, again. sit back, relax, make yep. yourself a cup of tea or coffee or something or whatever takes your fancy. And uh, well, we don't know where people listen to. Well, us. we don't actually. So well, you know, don't take your hands off. On you know, Southern FM at nine AM on a Wednesday, they might be listening to us there. They might be listening well, to us wherever well, on the internet. Well, it could and it could be a different time zone, couldn't it? It could be the other side of the world. For all we know, they might they could be listening to us in Uzbekistan. It's a mystery, mate. They could be listening to us. <laughs> Maybe in the bowels of Egypt somewhere. <laughs> I hope they're listening to us in Lapland. Do you oh, know Lapland. what's going on in Lapland? Oh, now I tell you what. But uh, well, I think we, you and I, it, it might have caught our attention. Oh. Now, I'm not sure which part of the headline caught your attention. Well, Was it the word put on yeah. your, uh, it's snow time or bikini? Beca- well, both. <laughs> snow like time and co- bikini. I like the combo. It's, so oh, for people that don't know what we're talking about, this, 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 this has a, well, you can jive in because this has a, a couple of parallel sort of oh, arcs to the story. Absolutely right? magnificent. To so um, I'm just here. We go. So I've got it here. Yep. Um, so, I even highlighted it. Yeah, we did. And I've looked. There's a video. So if you want to, yes. um, after listening to this little piece, if you yep. want to go to Save Salah, which is S A V E Save Salah S A W L A dot com. Yes. Uh, what you'll see is one of the better f- film clips in the world. And um, you'll absolutely um, love it because it's a story about the zany Finns um, and their wacky sense of humour. And basically... Only in Finland. Only in Finland. (laughs) The premise of the story is they're alarmed by global warming. Yes, they are. Which is, I know it's a pet thing of ours. Has Greta just been there? No, don't know. <laughs> no, good question. So it's effectively a, a bid to raise awareness about climate emergency, right? Yes. So, so this is the coldest place in Finland. Yeah. This is cold. This is. Yeah. We think we have it cold sometimes. Yep. This is regularly minus fifty centigrade. That's regularly. A bit, that's a bit chilly. That is. <laughs> that is. I was going to say the word, but I can't. It's damn cold. Bloody cold. <laughs> And they've made a bid uh, in this town called Sala for the 2032 Summer Olympics. Oh, go Olympics. Salah. Go Sala! <laughs> Summer Olympics. <laughs> and they've got uh, the residents stripping off in the snow to show how their frozen tundra could soon host beach volleyball, yes. for example. Right. Yes. Um, they've got swimmers eating ice creams in frozen ponds, oh, saying this will be a big lake uh, one day. Absolutely. Um, they've got uh, hairy, half-naked men water skiing on ice pulled by a reindeer, <laughs> which is, you've got that, to be seen to be That weird. is hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> um, one local deadpans, one local deadpans, I've never felt warmth before, but I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> they stand there in their jocks in the snow. And, oh, um, oh, it's a ripper. And the video ends with the reindeer mascot 
of its mock Olympic bid being driven mad by mosquitoes. <laughs> I, t- I tell you, the, the other piece in there that I loved too was the uh, the bloke on the surfboard. Oh, yes. So, you know, they were doing surfing, but he's trying he's to... He's doing it down the... He's moguls on his surfboard. It was very, very good. It was very clever. So, so I'd, I'd urge people to go I was to say, save salad. Hats off to the, uh, to the fins. Hats off and obviously uh, lots of other things off. Uh, yes. But, no, it was... Uh, I. It was it was humorous. It oh. was it was powerful. Very you know, powerful. it was you know that. I'm done. A great I'm, combination uh, of, of using humor to make your point, and this sub, uh, subliminal um, undertone of you you were laughing, but you really didn't want to laugh because no. of how serious things really are, and they were trying to make light of it, and yet they really got the point home. Oh, I thought it was, so it was brilliant. It was, so yep, do yourself a favour as they. As they say in the classics, yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to stay on. I know it's the middle of summer. You wouldn't know it <laughs> apart from this week. Know it. Um, but I want to talk about the Scottish Highlands, which is uh, oh, pretty cold right now in Edinburgh. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, temperatures fell to a record minus 23 centigrade in the Scottish Highlands Ooh, last week, yui. as Britain shivered in a harsh Arctic cold snap. Right. Yes. But the one thing distracting people from the big freeze has been Scotland's 230-strong army yes. of gritter trucks. Gritter? You know what a gritter truck is? Oh, is that where they're going? Is that a salt truck or something? Well, exactly. Same thing. Yeah, okay. Grit, salt. Grit, salt, yep, okay. And the snow ploughs that they're battling, using to battle to keep the main roads clear. Yes. Traffic Scotland has seen a surge in clicks to its Trunk Road Gritter Tracker website. <laughs> Of course, the, so of course there's is, a, is there a committee? Gritter Tracker is, website. Is there a committee for the Gritter Tracker truck site? A spokesman. <laughs> a spokesman said. For the Gritter Tracker website said. <laughs> yes. Well, what they've been doing is they've been naming their trucks. Oh. And these caught my eye. This is only a Is this like Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> Pretty much. But just before I go there, the Guardian reported that in one 24-hour period last week, more than 110,000 people had logged on to this site. To, right. to A, track what the, where the trucks were, right. and B, have a bit of a giggle at some of their names. Ah, right. So here's a couple of examples of some of the truck names for you, Scotty. <laughs> I can see a new kid show coming out here. Correct. It's a bit like Postman Pat and yes, his very that, fat cat. that's where I was that. going. Correct. The first truck I'd like to offer you is called Gritney Spears. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I love Which it. I thought it was very good. Very clever. Very good. Yep. The next one I'd offer you is Spready Mercury. Spready Mercury. Which works for yeah, me. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's good. I like this one too. Yeah. Sled Zeppelin. Oh, that's good. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's clever. And the last one for our uh, for our friends who it might not be, not be musicians, yes. Sir Salter Scott. Oh. As, as right. Sir Walter Scott. Yeah, yeah, correct. very famous in the cold parts of the world for yes. climbing things and going to poles. Yes. And different things. Indeed. So, um, apropos <laughs> of nothing, um, that caught my eye this week. Very good. I'm always on the lookout for, I guess, peripheral nonsense, well, I guess you'd call it. Wh- whilst, uh, whilst you're on all things weather, yes. uh, I've just got to trot out some things a little bit later in the program, uh, and I still might if we have time, just under my heading of fun facts. Fun facts. Uh, but on your, uh, so uh, as a segue from your snow, yes. can I ask you, where do you think the hottest spot on the planet is? Is it somewhere in, I'm going to give you a couple. Yeah, okay. It's nearest the pin. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mojave Desert. Uh, no, not on the Simp- list. Simpson Desert? Not on the list. Right. What about that place called Snake Canyon that Evil Knievel rode through one time? Yeah, it's pretty hot, but no. No? I'll tell you, because uh, you could go... Well, you can go right, right around the world, yeah, exactly. I guess. And I probably um, will. And what I, 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 it's remiss of me because you, normally you know I extrapolate my numbers. Mm. You know, I like to oh, sort yes. of, you know, either fold out or fold in or fold down. Or, anyway, uh, the hottest spot on the planet is in a place called El Azizia. And it's in... Spelt? E-L-A-Z-I-Z-I-A. Azizia. 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 In Morocco? El Azizia. Or in Africa? It's in Libya. Libya, on and the it, African continent. Actually, now, they say that uh, from time to time there might be other places on the earth that 
spasmodically might be hot. Yes. But this is... This is just always hot all the time. Hot. Right. Um, got a temperature of 136 degrees Fahrenheit. You are kidding. No. Oof. What's that in Celsius? Well, that's what I'm now because uh, what I'm uh, and I did the conversion on the other the other day about something else. But my concern is that uh, our 46 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. Extrapolate. Oh no, it's way off. Now this is super hot over there. Yeah, because um, you know, that I, sounds like it'd be in the sixties. No, well, I tell you what, I did. Uh, I worked out the other day that when the Americans say it's going to be a hundred today in yeah. the shade, uh, hundred is actually thirty-seven degrees. Yeah, Celsius. Okay. Right. So so proportionally. So yeah. So a third. So yeah, you sort of you, what you do is double it and add you're, eighteen you're or something, of, you're right? You're talking sixty. So you so you go take sort of eighteen off that. That leaves one hundred and eighteen, and sort of half that. It's nearly sixty degrees. Yeah, yeah correct. Cool. Round it up. So around sixty, and you remember a couple of years back, you need we, your thongs on the beach at El Azizia. I tell you what, I'd want car. I'd want tread. You know the treads we used to be able to buy years ago. Yeah. Those, that's the only thing that would survive you, on that sand. Get stuck on. You'd the need tarmac. car tires. <laughs> <laughs> you need that. You need your treads. You go through You go through a set once once you a get, day. You get stuck crossing you, the road in your thongs. You, you imagine crossing the road. You just. <laughs> just stuck. So yeah, so sixty. There you go, yeah, sixty degrees. So of the world, hey. Well, we had that day a few. You reckon years they're back. going for the Winter Olympics? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All this sand will one day be snow. <laughs> uh, we had a day not so many years ago. We got forty six here in Melbourne. Yeah, and that's that hot was enough. stinking that's hot. hot. So sixty is. Uh, she's cooking. Uh, anyway, uh, there we Absolutely. go. Absolutely. So we've well, done some weather so we've work. Done some weather now. Uh, we've got the weather out of the way. We've got bikinis out of the way. We've got uh, hottest, coldest, and now uh, anything most useless. <laughs> well, I've got something that's not useless, um, but um, something that's close to my heart yes. is um, salad sandwiches. Right? Ah, so the great. You've been Well, it's actually more than that. It's more the more the great Australian sandwich. So yeah. this is an article I picked up. Right. So, it's the premise is a lot of restaurants and little cafes are forever trying to invent a new singer, right? Yes, a fancy name. They're doing, you know, pork with chicken stock in, in bread. They're doing all these different sort of fancy, fancy Dan sambos. Yeah. You know, they've got deep fried chicken sandwiches, bacon sandwiches, hot sauce, yeah, all this stuff. Why bother? Because... <laughs> You're going to tell us why. Because the best sandwich already exists. Right. I'm going to run you part. You're a, yep. you're a man of who's wise in the arts of food. <laughs> you can this tell. sandwich it already exists. It's created by legions of Australian mums with little more than a loaf of soft white sandwich bread, yes. a tin of bickle beetroot, and a few Ooh. common household salad items. Right. I'm calling this the Great Australian Salad Sandwich. Yes. It's a totem of ordinary everydayness that lives on far beyond its origins in smelly school bags, corner milk bars and Holden station wagons. <laughs> this exemplar of domestic and de- democratic virtues goes equally well with drinks, say passiona, beer, yeah. tea, <laughs> beer. thick shakes or Campari spritzes. Right. So, see, make it. Right. Uh, the butter must be taken out of the fridge to soften. Because yeah. if you don't soften the butter, it yeah. will tear the soft white bread. Yeah. Yep. So follow this. This is like the Rocker Brothers uh, <laughs> making their jaffles. Butter out. Butter out? <laughs> okay. The sandwich innate capacity for sogginess must be thwarted, Scotty. So oh. you've got to drain the beetroot onto paper towels. Yes, right? that would make sense. Otherwise, right. she seeps right the way through. Your sliced cucumber and your sliced tomato go on the paper towel as well, just to take out some excess yes. fluid. Yes. So then you've got to socially distance your layers, right? Right? So what's your... The tomato can't be next to the bread, for example. That's the cause of many soggy sandwiches in school lunches. Right. So what you do is paste the cheese slice on the bread. Yep. Right, of course. Then on the other side, your lettuce leaf on the other piece Ah, of bread. Okay. That shields both pieces of bread, Scotty. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sometimes the lettuce doesn't stick to the bread, so an effective adhesive is mayonnaise. Ah, Scotty. so uh, mayonnaise so, is so mayonnaise, the, the, lettuce, glue, the glue for lettuce. The glue. <laughs> mayonnaise, lettuce, cheese on the other side. Yes. And then, and then, obviously, ham, yes. cucumber, tomato, mayonnaise, beetroot, cheese, and bread. So the correct order for everyone following at home is <laughs> bread, butter, um, lettuce, or cheese. Uh, Ham, cheese, tomato, mayonnaise, um, um, uh, mayonnaise again, um, 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 beetroot, uh, cheese, um, pickled, butter, bread, butter, bread. That's the oh, cucumber. Yeah, cucumber. That's a, didn't you? Cucumber was in there as yep. well. So um, that's all you need <laughs> to make the perfect salad sandwich, ham salad sandwich. You can substitute chicken if you want to. Look, I'm not going to get fussy on the protein used. But that's just a little bit of an example for the people at home trying to get too fancy. That's lovely. Let's see, make a sandwich, I like Scotty. It. I like it. Basic, simple, easy. Now, here's a question for you. Uh, I couldn't have a beer with that. I couldn't eat, be eating that lovely sandwich mm. and washing it down with a beer. Right. Could you? I probably could wash down most things with a beer. <laughs> if pressed. <laughs> if necessary, and for the purposes of research. But no, I'm normally eating that confection at lunchtime. I, when I'm more likely to be having a glass of cold water or I'd, something of I'd that nature. I'd have a glass of milk. I'd have well, a, yeah, I'd I have a mug of milk. of milk anymore. I, I do. Hmm. I like them a lot. Do you have Milo in your milk? Uh, not, anymore. not anymore. I used to. Yeah. I used to have. Uh, quick. I used to have quick on my cornflakes. Of course you do. There's a lot of it. No, I, but I'll go and have my baked beans, and I'll have a glass of milk with them. <laughs> wow, just doubling up on your. Um, what do you call that? Protein. Yeah. No. I, anyway, I just want to share that with you because I like that. We like a food like item the in the show. No, I like that concept because I I quite like some of those extra bits that you've got in there. Yes. You know the the cucumber and the pickle and yeah so um, no I like that that well, might be my lunch there you go I've helped feed the, feed <laughs> and, you and I won't get beetroot spots on me no that's very hard to get out <laughs> they are <laughs> To Two Smoking Guns uh, with sure? Scotty and Rutsy, and yes. we're here on 88.3 Southern FM. I hope you're still sitting back and uh, maybe you've got a bit of a giggle about something that we've already covered or... Uh, or a now glass of milk now. Well, you've got a glass of milk and, uh, and maybe you're just about to get up and make Rutsy's sandwich. Yes, right. So um, that sounded... Report uh, back on the socials <laughs> what you think of that. Yes, if, if it doesn't work, you've just got your layers wrong. Yes, it's all <laughs> now, about layering. Uh, you know what, uh, we've just had one... I don't, I don't. This is to me. This is, and I don't want to sound like a bar humbug, but this almost falls into the um, uh, the, the category of um, that silly day that we have that we borrowed from the from the Yanks. The the oh Halloween, the Halloween. No, right? I don't write that one. I don't write Halloween at all. Yeah, and uh, in my house. We tend not to make too much of a fuss about Valentine's Day, right? Nice. But I bought the bride a card it's and wrote a, some it's, nice It was invented by and, the florist industry. Yeah, well, it's damn right it was. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And the chocolate makers. Uh, and I'll tell you what caught my attention was that normally you'd have about 17 pages. I remember in the little Do you remember you'd go through and you'd go, go page after page yeah. after page? Yeah, I mean, seriously, there'd be 10 pages. Where do they, does that all go? I know it's gone the way of the classifieds, is it? Uh, well, it gets its own section. Yeah, it's in the classifieds, but... Um, There's still some in the paper, surely. There was two pages. Two pages? Just two pages. Yep. What's the world so getting hard-nosed well, I don't know. I mean, maybe people have sort of tightened their... Where are all their, these messages going on Tighten Tighten their belt buckles or something. <laughs> yes, well, I think there's probably a more effective way to get your message through these days. Yeah, I think so, um, rather than in the paper, hoping uh, that they'll read it. Humble too. and Bumble and Tyndall and <laughs> Tunder and whatever else. The hmm. Bird on the Wire or <laughs> is it one of those? Or <laughs> who's at home? Who's knocking? You, you do have me at a disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same here. Not a strong suit of mine. Uh, uh, it's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, I thought I'd just share with you. There's always oh, some. Oh, you've picked a couple out. I've actually. There weren't very many. I mean, sometimes some of them are very humorous, and you know, sometimes they're. To my little bugger loads. Well, you yeah, know, I've got right. a little something special for you coming up too. So uh, I'm just going to share this with you, though. Um, 
So th- uh, I'm not sure I should use their names just in case they might be because it's the local rag. This is in, so they actually might be listening. So I'm just going to go. Oh, what if they are? They're uh, sure they'd like their special uh, moment and dedication well, do you think so? to be read out. Oh, do you think so? Yes. All right. Okay. So, uh, uh, Sylv. Special, special, uh, special songs and dedications. Uh, I'll apologise to one of them, I can tell you. Uh, Sylv, uh, this is for you, old mate. Um, you give me the kind of feeling people write novels about. Would you like me to teach you how to read? <laughs> Your senorita. <laughs> Clearly that's, he can't that's, read. That's fairly humorous. Yeah, I think it was actually humorous. So if he can't read, it's a pointless message. Well, Money not very well so spent. He, so he writes and then he can't read what he's written. <laughs> that's probably not a bad thing, <laughs> depending on what he wrote. Depending on what he wrote. Uh, now, this one was interesting. Uh, Jen, my soulmate, Jen, I am so, so sorry. Every single day. Mon amour, on vous, toujours. Peter. Oh, and the bit tra- of French. And the translation, yeah. my love in you always is what oh, that stands for. Look at that. That's classy. So I saw that and I thought, oh, I'm going to go and translate like that. that. old voulez-vous avec moi ce soir. Ce soir. Yeah, correct. Because <laughs> uh, I was thinking, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry uh, that you found my girlfriend's photo. I thought that maybe that's what the translation oh. might be, but no, it was actually him just trying to make it. Ah, <laughs> uh, my Sharia. Oh, I'm sorry say, you saw those yeah, that's, photos on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, this one's a beauty. Um, so <laughs> this is for uh, Terry H, uh, a.k.a. Hairy Monster. <laughs> Hairy Monster? Yep. Uh, or maybe it's from Harry Monster. Oh, I'm not sure. All right. uh, roses are red. Sometimes you can be a real stupid head. Right. <laughs> not quite stupid. Oh, okay, but, right. right. You've, you've, yeah. you've cleaned that yeah, up. You've cleaned it up. Uh, violets are blue. Still, I don't know what I'd do without you. <laughs> so, Jeez, he's, he's struggled, so he's struggled I'm, to I'm, work that right. So man. he's uh, whatever's going on there, uh, some days he's having a good day and other days he's not having such a good day. <laughs> now, I asked you to tee something up before we came on air today because I'm not sure whether this is uh, off the back of a, of a Valentine's Day as such yeah. or whether we've just actually found a bloke who... Um, clearly uh, is quite uh, 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 obsessed with his girlfriend, potentially. He's got some... I think he, <laughs> it's pretty I, good. I think he likes her quite a bit. So um, if you don't mind... I, no, I, think, I, I think ro- I've found it. Roll the tape. And yeah. this is old mate... Uh, I forgot his, his name is uh, Jared Harvey. Jar- Jared. Jared is, Jared's yeah. on uh, on tour, so he's a golf professional, it would seem. Jared's on um, over on in South Africa. Uh, South Africa. With our yeah, other friends. That's right, yeah. Uh, Phineas. Yeah, Phineas. Yeah, Phineas. Oh, maybe, he, maybe Phineas knows him. Um, anyway, uh, old mate uh, rang to speak to his girlfriend and she wasn't home, but he, he left her a message on on his uh, on her phone. Yes. And I think you've got the message uh, somehow. that it, Somehow it got recorded. Um, and it, I don't think it got necessarily recorded at her end. I'm not sure. But anyway, we've got we'll to give run. it a run. We'll give it a run. So just let's sit back and listen to this fella. Beautiful baby bear. How's it going, my doos? I just finished playing now my book books, and I'm standing here in the bathroom area because it's yeah. noisy outside because they're doing the long drive, my book books. But uh, <laughs> decent day, my booky books could have been better. But uh, all okay, my special. Try and get it going tomorrow. Try and get it to going tomorrow, my book books. But uh, really tired. Don't think I drank enough water today, my special person. So I got a little bit of a headache. But. Uh, Looking forward to a nice chill, my book books, and then I'll probably have to go to that function later, my special person. So, uh, yeah, just looking forward to a nice shower and a relax, my doo-doos. It was quite quite a longish day playing last. But all okay, my book books, nearly home time for you and weekend time for my doo-doo bear. So I'll just have to see what time I'm off tomorrow. And, and, and take it from there, my special person. But just know that I'm missing you lots, my special person. And uh, I really, really do love you with all my heart, my bear. So safe drive home, my doo-doos, and I'll try and speak to you when I can. I love you with all my heart, my doo-doos. My doo-doos. <laughs> now, now, there's I a bit to unpack there. There's a fair bit to unravel there. Uh, the first part is I've got five words for him. Yeah. You don't wear the pants. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
Doo-doos in uh, other people's language could mean something that little children do, I reckon. Well, so, I, I hadn't um, thought about doo-doos as something that uh, is a euphemism for something. Yeah, well, that could be too. Uh, you can so roll when with he, And when like. he rolled doo-doo and bear together, I, I went to a joke. Doo-doo bear? Yeah. Yeah, it's a doo-doo bear. Like, and like Yogi and bear. He, and he, he doesn't mind my pokey-pok. My pokey-pok? My <laughs> pokey-pok. Yeah, which is... I don't know, oh, Afrikaans for bear. It's one of the funniest things I've heard for such a long time. Now, here's the punchline. I'm really glad you sh- played that for Can me, we- Scotty, my special person. <laughs> my, my special person, <laughs> my doo-doo. Um, you're li- you're, it won't be long before you're being home now, my doo-doo. Uh, <laughs> I can't even call my dog that. You know? <laughs> hey, doo-doo. My dog does, uh, <laughs> does doo-doo. That's but- what I mean. So, yes. Now, here's the best part. Yeah. He accidentally sent that to WhatsApp to his his mates. mates. (laughs) They all got it. And yeah, he, he got, got ripped. He got ribbed from head to toe. <laughs> uh, and I, I reckon I heard that probably uh, twelve or eighteen months ago. And, and when, we were, when I was looking at that Valentine's thing, I just I played it. I, I found it yesterday again, and I went, "It's just absolutely hilarious." And the funniest part is that his mates got it. So, oh, yes. they, uh, so there we go. That's uh, if <laughs> mates do do. She, oh, I mean, bock, bock. imagine the imagine the gifts she'll get. <laughs> when he gets home, if, oh. if he's giving her those sort of messages while he's away. The she other thing I picked up... She might up, get a large bear, Scotty. Well, the, the other thing I picked up was he played in the last group, so he's obviously shite. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's finished in the dark, I reckon. Because he, he's only just finished, and they're halfway through the longest drive competition at the back. 348 yards! <laughs> and he's not in the comp! He's not in the comp! <laughs> he's on the phone... The porky pork. <laughs> oh man, yeah. tell me laughter's not the best medicine in the world. There we yeah, go. Well, we hope you, uh, we hope you all got a giggle out of that. You know, yeah, I like uh, that. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? It's, I like uh, that. it's just one of those that just has to get played and, and listened to. Okay, oh, I'm going to stay with golf. All right, go. Oh no, I'm going to stay with sport. Oh, sport. I'm going to stay with okay. golf. Um, I'm going to go with tennis. Because it's practical, we yep. practice. You know, it's the Aussie opens on. Yep, sands crowds. You see, um, old mate uh, Dylan won the doubles. Dylan did he? Yeah, Didn't see that. Yep, good on so him. That's four uh, doubles, and he's playing for his eighth single title. Good on him. Yep. What a legend. Yep, he is. He's a couple of little um, faux pas from tennis players, oh, which I quite oh. liked. Yep, um, Andre Agassi. This is his. Ah, uh, yes. He said, sex doesn't interfere with your tennis. It's staying out all night trying to find it that does. <laughs> Which I liked. Well, and of course, he, he had some other addictions that were pretty yeah. interesting too. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, Martina and Lev Rattelova, not known for her hang, quips. Hang on to your hat. <laughs> now, this is good. Right. She's gone with this quote. Whoever said it's not whether you win or lose that counts, probably lost. <laughs> oh, I think 100%. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that one. Yep, that's good. This is like um, this is Andre Agassi again to Andy Roddick. If you oh, remember yeah. Andy Roddick, yeah. A Rod, they A- used to A- call Rod, him. That's right. You yep. know, he's had big serve and all yep. that. Uh, Andre Agassi to Andy Roddick. Let's see what you've got, big boy. Roddick's reply: hair. <laughs> <laughs> Which I liked. Yeah, I liked that. Like and um, I like this one, um, Mel. You, US player Mel Purcell on Ivan Lendl. Oh. On a given day, I could beat him, but it would have to be a day he had food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he? As, wasn't he as stiff as a board? He oh, gave nothing, did he? Ivan hey? Lendl. Oh God. Oh yeah, he's, he was hard. He's the same personality as was that the uh, who's the British? Uh, no, uh, Mika Hakkinen. Yeah, Mika Andy, Hakkinen. Andy, Rod- Andy, Andy Roddick's a bit the same. Andy Roddick's a bit yeah. the same. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Very good. Couple, I like that. Couple of tennis gags. No, for you, I like Scotty. that. That's very good. Oh, I like those uh, sayings. In fact, I was only watching. Um, I was only watching something where there there was uh, Bill Gates was playing with. Uh, Roger Federer, right against Rafa, yeah, and um, 
Oh, mate. Angry Ant, you just told me about. Uh, Agassi. Yeah. Agassi. Yeah. Played in the doubles exhibition. Did um, Fed get the short straw? Yeah. Bill Gates. Did most of the work. I'll <laughs> <laughs> well, tell you what, Agassi can still go. Gates, he must have a good backhand or something. No, nah, big bank account. Big bank account. <laughs> yeah, I hope it was a fundraiser. That's Bit of match rigging. Oh, yeah. I tell you, it was, uh, no, it was pretty good. It was good to watch. It was very funny. Yeah, they're good, those. Yeah, though. they are. Those they gag, are yep. gag ones. We like those. So I was also yes. on a... I've got, well, got a few more gags. Oh, I think you want to get a few more oh. gags. I must be gagged out, because I actually brought a joke of the day in as well, which is dreadful. Okay, but... I'll give you a couple. Yeah, go on. I'll give you a couple. Okay. So just a like this. All right. Um, I have kleptomania. <laughs> but when it gets bad, I take something for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got, yeah it. Got, got it. Yeah. These are, da- these are these are probably classified as dad jokes. These <laughs> are the best jokes. What's the best thing about Switzerland, Scotty? Uh, the mountains? I don't know either, but the flag is a big plus. <laughs> oh, my God. The four listeners we had just went down to three. <laughs> Let's aim for zero. Uh, <laughs> okay, let me do mine then. <laughs> yeah, did, did you hear about the mathematician who's afraid of negative numbers? No. He'll stop at nothing to avoid them. <laughs> stop. <laughs> right. Uh, I invented a new word, Scotty. <laughs> Plagiarism. <laughs> okay, give me yours. Right you go? Uh Well, no, it's... Uh, the, yeah, there, uh, there was a tourist, and uh, he was uh, uh, making his way into 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 uh, heading off to a city he was trying to get to, and he stopped and he just asked a local. He said, uh, "Which was the quickest way to get to the nearest big city that mm. he really wanted to get to?" Uh, the local asked. Uh, the local there said to him, uh, "Are you walking or driving?" Uh, the tourist said, "Yeah, no, 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 I'm driving." The local replied, "Yep, that's the quickest way." <laughs> I quite liked it actually. It wasn't so so poor, but uh, <laughs> anyway, that's quick sway. Yeah, drive. <laughs> right, come on. You see, what have one? we got? This one. Yes, Helvetica and Times New Roman walk into a bar. <laughs> Get out of here! The bartender shouts, "We don't serve your type." <laughs> <laughs> right. I can keep going if you want me to. Yeah, you keep going. You just keep going. No worries. No, I'll, park, I'll, I'll tell you one later. All right. But on a serious note, um, serious. you know how I love my cyber wars? Yes. You, amongst my hoverboards and my mafia gangs? Yes, and your... Um... In good news. Oh, good we've news. busted one of the bad guys, Scotty. Oh. We've a hacker behind the world's largest online phishing scam, and that's not anything to do with hooks. Is that PH phishing? PH phishing. Yep. Has been arrested in the Ukraine following a tip-off from Australian police. Right. The 31-year-old mastermind behind his cyber attack software was allegedly behind more than half of all the phishing scams in Australia last year. There were a few, weren't there, last year? Scams cost Australians $3 million in the last two years. And this is a major blow, this arrest for cyber criminals who don't want to use his popular hacking software if the police have infiltrated it. Right. So he's not only developed the fishing kit, but he's also using it to do his own fishing campaign. Uh, Australian Federal Police Commander of Cybercrime Operations said. The software has also been used throughout Europe. They started investigating him in 2018, following reports from banks that were targeted, and they tracked him down, and thousands of texts every day get sent to all these people, but they've stopped it, found the guy, busted him, arrested him, one for the good guys. Bang. That's really um, good. A, you've got to be clever to sort of invent the algorithms or logarithms or whatever they use to bust into the you know bust into those systems. But gee, you've got to be good to find these. Got to be too. good to find, hey? mate. That, that's our best and brightest at work, right? So, there. can I can right I there. can I use that as a, as a segue? Because then this this makes me incredibly nervous. Uh, a, because I don't understand it, <laughs> and B. Because it seems that it's just uh, it, it's an, an e-currency now. Um, I'm going to because I think we need to take a break. So, uh, but on the other side of the break, I'm going to get you to explain to me 
what Bitcoin is, and then I'm going to ask you about its vulnerability. Better have a big listening to Two Smoking Guns here on 88.3 uh, Southern FM. Uh, Scotty here with my great mate Rutsy on the other side of the uh, other side of the net, we'll call it, at this time of year, will we? So, mate, you've, um, you've, ju- you've just served something at it, Matt, me at few well, minutes, please. Yeah, now, I, I, I have served you up probably my best curveball mm-hmm. um, because, uh, you know, I can sort of read things and, you know, get my head around things, uh, you know, that, that aren't overly complicated, <laughs> but this one is still this one gets me. Um, so there's a couple of pieces of this. I'm going to ask you if you can explain to me Bitcoin, because my understanding is that a couple of years ago it came into existence, yep. and then somebody said to me, "Oh, it's worth fourteen thousand dollars a share." Yeah. Well, then Bitcoin hit a value of 48,862 US dollars last Friday. Yes. But then it had a fall. Mm. It went down to $47,728. Now, without overcomplicating things, because what I'm also reading is that Elon Musk has just invested over a billion dollars into this. Because he's talking about people being able to buy cars Mm. with Bitcoin. Correct. But Bitcoin doesn't exist. Bitcoin is just a series of numbers or something that sits on a screen or in a program. There's actually not hard currency. Correct. So is it like an old barter system that's just called Bitcoin and it's just an e-barter system? it's, it's, It's a digital currency. Right. So it's digital and it's not real. So it's not like a coin or a note. No, I get, so, so, I get so, that. So, so. so it's all in, it's all in a computer. It's, 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 all, it's all, but it's all protected by um, blockchain. Yep, which is um, a series of, yeah, call it, call it big passwords, right? Yep, and it's kind of like a peer-to-peer network. So, so you can use it when you're doing transfers of currency without needing to pay the bank anything, right? Or without needing to pay a credit card merchant anything, right? So, so it's. It's kind of got not, no central bank behind it, so there's not a Reserve Bank of Australia endorsing it. It can go from user to user, anyone that's on the network. Yep. You can, so you can sign up to the Bitcoin network. Yep. And you can use it to pay for things. Right. Using your cryptocurrency or your digital currency. So what's the value in it? The value in it lies in whoever on in the system, um, whoever allows it to be used to yep. purchase goods or to convert a Bitcoin into a dollar. Or a dollar into a Bitcoin. So is it about the size of the network that, that it operates? That's with? part of it. There's a lot of users on the network. Um, the issue with it is it lacks some supervision, right? Yep. Because there's no AML required if you and I want to go and open a bank account and move real money. Yep. So there's dangers in there of theft or misuse or those sorts of those sorts of things. Money laundering. Potentially, yes. So it's uh, it's got some issues there in terms of its governance because government governments are trying to figure out how to govern it. People, people um, trafficking, and potentially what's happening there is because it's getting used a lot, the value of it's going up. See, it's not linked to a dollar. It's not like one bitcoin for one Australian no. dollar. It no. can be any number. So it's had these speculative rises in the last couple of years where people think it's worth $48,000 a Bitcoin, um, but there's nothing to fundamentally underpin that. So do you have to trade Bitcoin in order to own Bitcoin? Or can you you go and buy a Bitcoin share? You have to buy Bitcoins with something called real money. Yep. And it's not the only thing. There's many different types of digital coins. Yeah, right. Bitcoin's most famous, right? Yep. Okay. So that's uh, about as much as I can give you off the top of my head. Um, anything else we'd need to get a Bitcoin expert in. So my concern... As an investment, yes, it's on the end, the speculative end near horse racing and trying to pick the winner of Tats Lotto. It's at that end. Right. But the more it becomes mainstream, the more people like Elon <clears throat> look at it and go, well, maybe if people have Bitcoins, they can use them to buy my Teslas. Okay. So interesting. All right. Thank it's you. only been the first time I think anyone ever used Bitcoin for a commercial transaction was about eighteen months, two years ago. So it's right. So, so it's quite recent. So it's quite recent. All right. Well, I watch with interest as uh, as it does whatever it's going to do. Yes, I think a lot of people in the world are watching with interest what happens in that space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one point five billion is. I don't mind. Saying. I don't mind the concept. There's there's a concept around of a stable coin, right? 
Yep. Which is where I, I if I'm going to send you money in England, yep. I buy, I spend a thousand dollars, I get a thousand bitcoins, I send it over the ether, you download your thousand dollars and turn them into X pounds. Yep. Your thousand without any transaction fees. Yep. Perfect. I like that because yeah, that like avoids that. all the the bank rorting. <clears throat> All the fingers um, in the pie. But, it, but it's got to be stable. So it's got to be yeah. backed by something solid and approved by a registry in a company. So, anyway. But on the strength of that, if I wanted to send you money and you're in England, I, I just EFT it into your bank account. Well, you can now. Right. But you still suffer from currency exchange rates. Right. Okay. Yeah. And fingers in the pie taking a lick on the way through. Probably. Bank. Yeah. Well, banks. Banks. Bank fees. Anyway, all um, right. That's that's, okay. my, that's my best attempt to explain something. All that, right, um, <clears throat> probably defies my explanation. <laughs> there'll, there'll be people cringing at home, going, "You've done a poor fist of that, Ratsy." But well, it's the best uh, I've got. I, I, I gave it to you. A uh, question with that notice. Could you, so, could you give me something uh, yeah, easier next time, yeah, like no, wine or beer? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, well, apropos, <laughs> I found a, a, a brewery that's also been affected by um, coronavirus. Yeah, it's been closed for about uh, 5,000 years. Right. <laughs> what, uh, what it Sales is. were poor? Um, yeah, uh, people kept dying. Never uh, a good thing with no, beer. this is a, a, an interesting one. So this mm. is uh, out of the bowels of Cairo. Oh, so we're yes. in the land of oh, the we're pyramids. In Egyptology. Yes, exactly. Uh, Cairo, headline. I see camels. Um, oldest brewery found is the uh, is the title uh, a high production brewery a high production brewery. <laughs> That's good. Hang on, it's better than a low production. Brewery. Hang on to it. A high production production brewery believed to be the world's oldest has been uncovered by a team of archaeologists at the Abydos uh, funerary site. In southern Egypt, so is, it, so <laughs> is that Adidas or Abidas? <laughs> no, Abidos. Abidos. Okay. A B Y D O S. Abidos. 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 Amigos. The Secretary General of Egypt's Supreme Council of Brewery? Uh, of no, the Supreme Council of Antiquities. Oh, antiquities. <laughs> Uh, I more, could imagine that this like, character would get around in a smoking jacket yeah, and a cravat. And have a guess at his name. Uh, Gustav. Oh, very close. Mustafa. Mustafa. <laughs> Mustafa Waziri. Uh, uh, so Mustafa Waziri said the brewery found by a joint Egyptian-American team likely dated back to the era of King Nama who ruled more than 5,000 years ago. And it was, what, his private brewery? Well, he's, uh, Mr. Waziri said the brewery consisted of eight large areas, each containing about 40 earthenware pots mm. arranged in two rows. Mm. Line them up, bartender! <laughs> Let's do shots. Uh, you imagine? Goat's blood today! <laughs> Goat's blood. Uh, the team reported the site could have produced about 22,400 litres at a time. Wow. Which is why it was called a high-production brewery. Correct. Um, the brewery may have been built to supply the rituals at the funerary site. Oh, yes, so of course. The was for the, yeah, oh, yeah. he was a good bloke. But anyway, we'll Cheers. have a drink to that. So, so there we go. Oh, um, like yeah, so it's been in lockdown for a while, 5,000 years. But uh, doors are open. <laughs> doors are open. Uh, so wonder that, what the beer would taste like. So that's a Probably a bit of rank now. No preservatives. That's a, that's a beauty, I thought. Hey, I've, I came across a funny line, uh, you know, and all this lockdown garbage that we're still going on with. Um Oh, and then I'm going to give you another fun fact that's got some really interesting little piece on the end of it. Um, uh, I saw this quote. No Victorians luck. The truck uh, carrying the vaccine will hit the modern-use root bridge. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nothing sure. Now, hey, on, on your beer. Yeah, yeah go. Um, have you ever had mead? Mead, as in M-E-A-D-E? Yeah, yeah. Is it like a vegetable? No, no, it's a drink. It's, oh, no. It's, it's like uh, the, the old way they used to make uh, beer. I was thinking of sweet. Like mead. <laughs> no. So, I, I, apropos of nothing, but yes. on the beer theme. Yes. Um, when I was in Tassie, yes. I saw uh, all this honey mead. Ah. So, this is alcoholic um, beverages made out of the source of honey. Wow. Yes. So, I, I went, well, that's interesting. So, I had a taste of it. It wasn't to my, you know... Taste bud immediately, but then I met the last week. I met a beekeeper. Oh, 
These are interesting people. Was he, was he drunk? No. Well, <laughs> we, well, we ended up there. So we were at dinner. Yes. So he runs a lot of hives and obviously does honey, makes his honey. Yes. But he's experimenting with mead. Really? And I said, I'm really interested in this because, you know, um, gin distilleries, whiskey distilleries, I understand, wineries, I understand. Yep. So he was talking me through, and I'd love to, I'd have to talk to him again because I don't remember half of it. <laughs> but he's talking about the process where he takes the honey and uh, adds some various things to it to yes. turn it into, you know, do its thing. Yep. So um, what I might do is do some work on that and get a couple of examples of some mead because this, right. could, this could be the new thing. This could be, uh, this could be. Because honey is very good for you, right? Yeah, very, very good, good for, for you. you. Yep. So my th- thesis goes. If the alcohol is made out of honey, it's very good for you. Yes. No what it's and and then that that old saying like bees to a honey pot. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm thinking. Is... I might end up with a high production high production brewery. <laughs> and with your big suit on, yes. <laughs> with all your bees. Great customers in my suit. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. um... Maybe just as a little spin-off from that then, because uh, you know I'm interested in all things sort of climate-ish these days, because um, uh, I've had my head in the sand for way too long. Yeah. Um, th- there's some work going on with, for the production, and I'm pretty sure it's a form of seaweed that's actually grown, so it's not actually from the sea, but a type of seaweed. Um, in order to be fed to cattle, in order to reduce their... Mm-hmm. Out of their methane emissions, yeah, the methane emissions, mm. correct. So, yes, and I apparently, there's uh, quite a bit of work going on in that space. So, I'm going to just keep an eye on. Adds that. a whole new meaning to the term surf and turf. Yes, it? it does indeed. Now, um, so yeah, I'm just going to watch that space. It's really interesting. Um, Feed the cows I've, seaweed. Can I can I just give you a couple of fun facts that yeah. have got some sort of. Just lovely words off the back of them. So don't ask me about all of them, but um, I'm just going to give you some fun facts. Um, Do you know you lose up to 30% of your taste buds when you fly? No, I didn't. That's why they reckon airline food's crap. That's (laughs) why they don't bother too much. And you don't have as much, uh, you're not as sensitive in terms of your smell. And it's to do with the cabin pressure and the, the height of which you're flying. Okay. So your taste buds go off, and if you if you um, yeah, anyway, so that's uh, that's how that works, uh, and maybe this could explain why uh, things as well. Um, your nostrils only work one at a time. Is that right? I've got two of them, but they take turns. Oi, my go. Well, yeah, well, I, can you, I don't know how you do that. Um, if I said, do you, do you know what a toke is? Well, it's a little, a little bit of a. Uh, not quite. No, it, it adorns a certain person's head. Oh. It's a chef's hat. A toque. T o q u e. A chef's toque contains one hundred folds. Has to have a hundred folds, otherwise it's not a toque. Is this the sort of thing they wear? That's on... an antoque. <laughs> it's an anti-toque. Anti-toque. <laughs> So the big white, the big white hat. Oh, the big white, the big white hat. White, yeah, I was thinking the, the local nah. chef at the local spit nah, and grill. No, no, no. Oh, the big one. Yeah, the big, no, the, the big, big buffoon. Yeah, one. the big ones. Oh, with the yeah. with the whole thing yeah. on the top. So they got a hundred folds all around oh, the, do they all really? top of them. Yep. They must be expensive. Um, yes, imagine. You only have one of those if if yeah. you you had a one hatted restaurant. Ah, ah, unless you've got two heads. Ah, <laughs> Tasmanian restaurant. Hey. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, the human body glows. Does it? It does, apparently. Now, it's at such a low uh, glow level that mm. we actually can't see it. But there's right. been some uh, work done that measured and actually it does emit a glow. So we go on the dark. So, now, copper doorknobs yes. are self-disinfecting. Yeah, copper's good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, now, copper... Now, do you remember the old... Um, wasn't the old bedpan a copper bedpan? Was it? And maybe that was to do with the fact that it actually kills sort of bacteria. Maybe. I always thought they were porcelain pots. But, uh, uh, well, they could have been too. I'm not sure. Um, but let me read you because mm-hmm. uh, you'll say to me, well, how, how is that the case? And this is the ex- Why is that so? Why is it so? This is the explanation. I just loved this. Uh, the metal ions denature protein of the target cells by binding to the reactive groups resulting in their precipitation and inactivation. <laughs> There's a lot of shins there's, in there. There's a lot of vations. Yeah, vations. 
<laughs> so I just thought that was uh, I just thought that was fantastic. Yeah, fun facts for dinner parties. Um, rabbits can't puke. You didn't know that. No, rabbits can't Haven't puke. Haven't tried. Never tried to put my finger down a rabbit's throat. Oh, and here's a beauty for you. Uh, the feeling of getting lost inside a mall is known as maulophobia. Gruen transfer. Oh, the Gruen transfer. Gruen that's, transfer. That's, I knew hey? that. That's why they Did called you? the show. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, and uh, and pineapple works as a very good meat tenderizer because of the. Uh, it has an enzyme called um, bromelain. So, if you're running a bit short of time and you want your meat to sort of juice up and be, get a bit that's softer, good, just whack, whack a bit of pineapple that's good on it. Yeah. Mm. That's like I, the thing that you told me a while ago where certain things next to certain things in the fruit bowl ripen them up. Yes, they do. Mm. Uh, and, and conversely, if you want to save something, you don't put something next to it. I yeah, can't remember what they were. No, that's very true. And if you want your tomatoes to last longer, uh, you get a little bit of sticky tape and you put them across the top where they get pulled off from the vine. They oh, last about three or four days longer. Wow, there you go. Now, here's the last one for you. Yeah. Uh, the heads on Easter Island have bodies. Where are they? Underneath them. You're kidding. So they dug two up uh, uh, some time back and apparently um, they, uh, they were about 33 feet in total length. And the last one I'm going to leave you with. The yes. moon has moonquakes. Like it? the Earth has earthquakes, and it's all to do with the tidal stresses connected to the distance between the Earth and the Moon. That is why it's so. Well, look, <laughs> we've covered a fair bit of ground hey. here today, Scotty. Uh, every... Time's beaten us again, is it? Well, we've, we started we started in <laughs> Lapland, and we went hot, and we've taken a bit of a diversion around a whole lot of dad jokes. Yep. And we've ended up with a science experiment and some fun facts. And we ended up on the moon. Fantastic. <laughs> You've been listening to... Two smoking guns. <laughs> <laughs> 